Good evening and a happy Thanksgiving to everyone. This is a very special edition of Austin Hellenic Radio this evening, dedicated to the memory of one of Greece's most renowned and respected musicians, Nikos Xiluris. Joining us this evening for this special dedication is Niki Xiluri, the cousin of Nikos Xiluris, who lives right here in the Austin area. Niki, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. It is an honor and a pleasure to be here with you, and happy Thanksgiving to you and your listeners as well. To begin our special this evening, I thought we could start out by talking a little about your experiences with Nikos growing up together in the island of Crete. You and Nikos both grew up together. What are some of your fondest memories from that time growing up with him? There are so many that it's difficult to choose which one is better than the other. I had the most wonderful lifestyle and experiences growing up with Nico. My mother had two daughters, never a son, and he became sort of the adopted son of my mother's. So growing up with him was absolutely a spectacular experience and an experience with memories that I shall never forget. The first song that we started out with tonight was Minasmu, which is one of his earliest songs, and we'll move on now and we'll play another one of his early songs, which is titled Peto Psila. mid-80s, I was an undergraduate at the University of Athens, and my professor, Yanis Sakelarakis, who passed away not that long ago, undertook a very ambitious project, the excavation of the cave, the sacred cave, which was a sanctuary in antiquity, in which Zeus was born, the Idean cave, which is a hop, skip, and a jump from Anoya. So this is how I found myself in this mountain, and I got to know the village a little bit and the people of the village because they uh, participated in the excavation. So while I was there and while the excavation of the cave was going on, very often prominent members of the Anoya Society would come and visit us. And of course, very welcome to our excavation were the singers, especially Xiluris's brother, Saradonis, a very humble but very, very romantic and very inspired musician who would come to the cave while the excavation was going on and he would take his lyre out and he would start playing traditional songs. It was very, very evocative of the spirit of the place and what was going on. Siluris are a very big family in Anoya. There is an entire corner of the village that is inhabited by this, it's almost like a clan, and they call it Taxilureika, the Xiluris neighborhood, so to speak, and it's pretty extensive. It's a very special place, a very special mountain. It's sort of a, a borderland of a place because it's built high up on the mountain right at the point above which human habitation is not that easy. And this is why this was a pastoral community. 
The music he played was very, very genuine, very heartfelt, and very, very traditional. He would start playing, and you would think that some very sensitive chords in everybody's souls were touched in a very nice way. I had a lot of this music, and it was very beautiful, and I still hear it in my mind, because I was very young, and I was learning a lot, uh, not only about archaeology, but about human relationships. And I was a city boy, and feelings and relationships were much more direct and much more genuine in this very special village of Anoya. So I have a very, very fond memory. That was Anasos Papadexandru, Associate Professor in the Department of Art and Art History at the University of Texas at Austin, with his reflections on the time he spent in the village of Anoya and his experiences with Axiluri's family. And before that, we heard the song Petopsida Kejerome by Nikos Psiluris. And Nikias, Professor Papadexandru mentioned a moment ago, the family is from the village of Anoya in Crete, which is famous throughout Greece for its cultural traditions and also for its historic role as a center of resistance to foreign occupation. Tell us about the village and how this rich history influenced Nikos' music. It has been said, and history has proven, that this very small mountain village has produced more heroes and more legends than any other place on the island of Crete. Some of the very best singers and dancers came from Anoya, and one in particular called Nikos Xiluris, or to Anoyans, he was their god. His songs and music captured and described the Greek psyche, the Greek heart, gaining himself the title of Archangelo of Pity. We just heard another song by Nikos Xiluris titled Inmanamutinagapo, I Love My Mother. To talk a little bit more about the family, you come from a family with a rich musical tradition. Some of his brothers and sisters and other family members have become well-known musicians in their own right. Share with us more about the family and its musical tradition. Nikos was born and raised in Anoya. His father owned a local cafeño, which is a coffee shop, in the center, the main square of Anoya a popular destination for men to go and play with their worry beads, their kombaloi, and drink their coffee or uzo or aki. He has three sisters and two brothers. Both brothers are also in the music business, both very artistic in composing as well as playing. Was Nikos's interest in music apparent from an early age, and when did he begin playing and performing music for the first time? He acquired his first lyra at a very young age, I want to say around 12, 13, 14 years old, when he was actually a shepherd up in the mountains of Psiloriti, taking care of the family business. 
out of his desire to occupy himself and a very strong desire to learn the music he self-taught to play as well as to sing. Coming up is another song by Nikos Xiluris titled Abdokhanyo Tiborda. We just heard Aptochanioti Borta by Nikos Xiluris. And Niki, what is the significance of music in the Cretan culture and what does this music mean for the people of Crete? It's the type of music that, and I have to say this in Greek, and I hope I don't lose the meaning to the translation of English. Stugnisio Elina Tibzihi Vriskete Iarchi Tukosu. In the heart of every Greek, you can discover the significance of life. I only wish everyone could understand Greek to understand how we feel about life in general. The music that Nikos was able to compose and sing is the type of music that so many people can associate with. A very short song, which we call Mandinada, can be translated in so many ways, and so many people can associate to it. They can connect to it. They can truly reach the heart of a Greek by his music, by his lyrics. And one of these songs that really resonates to this day with a lot of the people of Crete is the next one that we'll play, Na Magapa Den Magapa. What does this song mean for you when you hear it? It brings back so many beautiful, wonderful memories of going to so many events as I was grown up. I grew up in a household with a very typical but very loving Greek mother, somewhat overprotective to a certain extent. But because she loved Nikos so much as her own son, she would allow me as a young person to go to the various events that he would play, such as weddings or baptisms or just events that he was participating or playing. 
I had so many wonderful memories for so many years that to this day it brings tears to my eyes to listen to his music. It was such a wonderful, wonderful period of time. I was so blessed to be grown up with him and to have his company around in our household. When he moved from Anoia to Iraklion, where I was born and raised, he lived very near our home, very near to where I was raised, and would come and visit quite often and share his experience and his activity in the beginning of his fame with us. And often we would laugh and tease him and give him a hard time. But later in life, we saw that his talent was just unfounded. And with that, let's move on to the next song, La Magapa del Magapa. My recollection for Nick Silouris is that he was a very brilliant person. He was the man who bring the Cretan heritage and the music to the taps. The music he was hearing all over the world. He's had a very good name and he left a big legacy into the Cretan community all over the world. When Nikos was alive, I was a young man, and any place around the world I was traveled because I was under the Nazi Marines, I used to have his music, and it was very, very inspiration on me. The music was very meaningful because it was coming in from inside, and the history of Crete, and also for inside, and the human lives in Crete. I think a lot of people around the world, here in the United States and all over, remember Nikos as the man for all Cretans. We just heard John Vatseris, the former governor of the 7th District of the Pancretan Association of America, with his reflections on the significance and the legacy of Nikos Xiluris. Niki, you mentioned a moment ago that the family began to realize early on that Nikos's talent in music was unfounded, and soon this was something that the rest of the island of Crete began to discover, and indeed the rest of Greece as well. He started to become very well known throughout the island and throughout the country. Tell us a little bit about his rise to fame. A turning point in Nikos Xiluri's career occurred with a recording in 1958. His first performed outside Greece in 1966 and won the first prize in the St. Remo Folk Music Festival. Another indication of Nico's recognition beyond our homeland of Greece came with his award by the Academy Charles Cross of France for his performance in the Cretan Resitica Songs album with Mr. Markopoulos. In 1967, he established the first Cretan music hall at Autocritos in the city of Heraklion on the island of Crete. The recording of Anifandu in 1969 was a huge success. 
Nico soon started performances in Athens, where Athens became his permanent residence. With all the fame that he saw in his unfortunate short career, it never really affected him in any way, shape, or form. We never saw a change in him. He was very much down to earth, very much knowing where his roots were, very much a person that you enjoy being around him at all times, at any time. We would often tease him about the fame and the fortune that he found. And often he would remind us that he was still that boy from Anoia and really didn't take the teasing very well. He wanted to remain who he was. He knew his roots and never lost sight of that. And you've told the story that when he would come back from Athens to Anoia, he would speak the local dialect as if he had never left. Absolutely, absolutely. And not only his family, but friends and others that had come to know Nico as a person, not necessarily as an artist, would be so proud of him to use the vocabulary and the dialect that he was accustomed to and grew up with. And he made everyone fall in love with him because, again, he never lost sight of where he came from, his foundation. You mentioned a song that, for many people, put him on the national musical map in Greece for the first time in 1969. A song is titled Anifandu. Tell us about this song and how it resonates with you. Anifandu is the type of song that so many people can relate to. So many people can relate to their own personal experiences in life. It's fun, it's very light-headed, it's very... Uh, it resonates with a lot of people. Their life, their life experience, their lifestyle. It was just one of those songs that you hear once and you remember forever. And with that, we'll hear Anipandu by Nikos Xiluris. Πάντα καθίζω σας εδώ για δεν μπορώ να στέκω As a Cretan, as a Greek and as a citizen of this world I believe that Nikos Xiluris what achieved is far more than cultural What he did is he tried to connect people together. He tried to get the people to forget about the wars, to forget about differences and get together. And he, according to what he said, he is singing to get the people together. Or in Greek, τραγουδάμε για να σμίξουμε τον κόσμο. That by itself is the single biggest message that we can remember from this legendary person. He gave whatever he was singing such a glory, such a authenticity that he could not simply ignore him. Even today, when I listen to his recordings, I still can feel this very special and original voice singing on anything he sang, and still sometimes I get goosebumps. Well, as a Cretan, first of all, 
what is the importance of music from Beethoven or from Liszt or from all those great German composers. It's exactly the same thing for me. Nikos Xilouis is not just another singer. He's a legend. And he became a legend because he was able to give me, as a person, an audience, exactly that unique feeling that it's never going to be old. It's never going to be new. It's classic. So Nikos Xilouis was and will be for Cretans, and also not for Cretans, for the rest of the world, the voice of freedom, first of all because he had the opportunity to sing about uh, years of dictatorship. And uh, I know for a fact that in many countries, when they get freedom, like in the Middle East in some cases, they had on the radios Nikos Xilouris. So that means the penetration is far more than what we know in the everyday life. That was Yanis Remediakis of the Hellenic Cultural Center of the Southwest in Houston, sharing with us his thoughts on Nikos Xilouris and the meaning and impact of his music. There's a very interesting story about how Nikos Xilouris earned a special nickname. What was this nickname and what was the significance of this name? Sino Nikos is really the name that he was just as well known as Nikos Xilouris. And that was a nickname that he inherited from his grandfather. His grandfather served in the Turkish war, and everyone was saying that he was eating the Turks, meaning killing the Turks, like psaraki. Psaraki is the fish that we refer to as smelt. In other words, he was killing the Turks with speed and passion. He was nicknamed Psarakis. His son, George, inherited the name, so it was Saruyorvos. And then, of course, when Nick came into this world, he was nicknamed Sarunikos. The same goes with his brother, Andoni and Yanni, Sarandonis and Saruyanis. The music of Nikos Xiluris played a major role in expressing the sentiments of the Greek people during the military dictatorship that ruled Greece from 1967 to 1974. How did his music resonate with the people of Greece during this time? The experience I have heard from Urania, his wife, is one that made Psaroniko a huge success beyond his music and compositions and a hero to all Greeks, not just Anoians and Cretans anymore. In 1973, when Greece was under dictatorship, university students are protesting against the dictatorship at the Polytechnio University in Athens. Students are inside and the doors are shut. A university official even moved a car by the front door to give it farther support against the military trying to break in. The military tanks are ordered to go in, and not intimidated by the force of a car or the protesting force of the students, many young people unfortunately were killed. Nikos is inside the university in support of the students and freedom. And no doubt he can no longer tolerate what was happening in front of his eyes. He had his lira, jumped on anything that would give him the opportunity to be heard, and sang Pote Thakani Xasteria, 
when will we have a starlit sky, a traditional Cretan revolutionary song. This was the beginning of the end of the dictatorship, and another Anoyan hero is born, Nikos Xiludis, or what we refer to as Arpsaroniko. And Pote Thakanik Sasteria is a song that we'll hear next. heard two songs by Nikos Xiluris, the first one, Bote Thakanik Sasteria, and that was followed by Genuria Agapi Gepaya. And Niki, you travel back to Greece often to this day. How do people in Greece react when they find out that you are the cousin of Nikos Xiluris? I will try to express a short personal experience to see how all of us with the name Xiluris were affected because of Nico. I remember at a specific year, my family and I went to Greece to visit, of course, our family. We took a cruise of the Greek islands with my husband and my children and other members of my family. And upon return in Pirea, the transportation department was on strike. So nothing was moving. Not buses, not taxis. So when we stepped outside to try to see how we can find our way to our destinations, I struck a conversation with a total stranger, and he wanted to know where I'm from, what was my name, so I gave him my Greek name, Niki Xiluri, and immediately he said, I will give you transportation to where you need to go. I said, wait, it's impossible, you're on strike, I don't want you to get into trouble. I cannot impose to do that. He said, no, you're a relative to Nico, and I feel it will be an honor for me to try to help you. So by now, I'm too embarrassed to say that we actually need two cars because of all the luggage that we had with us. So he waved off the strike line, one of his friends, that came over and took us with our belongings to our hotel. And when we arrived, we naturally wanted to compensate him for the danger that we possibly could have put him into and for his time and effort. He absolutely refused to take one dollar simply because my name was Xiludis. And he felt that he wanted to do something for Nico. And this was his way of expressing his appreciation for his music and his generosity to all the Greeks. It was an experience that I shall never forget. 
as this person really didn't know us at all, were not obligated to put themselves on the line for us. But to have the name is obviously an honor that I shall treasure to the day that I pass on. And what's significant about the story that you just shared is that even though Nikos Xiluris passed away at a young age in 1980, and even though over 30 years have gone by since his death, the name Nikos Xiluris still is just as respected, just as resonant as it was back when Nikos was still alive and still performing his music in Greece. And we saw an example of this even this year during the protest movements taking place in Greece, where during a lot of these protests, the music of Nikos Xiluris would be heard and would be played. It's indicative of the fact that even the young generations in Greece who may not even have been alive when Nikos Xiluris was performing know of his work and respect his work and find his music to be just as significant and symbolic as it was over 30 years ago. That's very true. His music is obviously adored by many, but it speaks volume for the character of the men as well. He has passed on, unfortunately, for over 30 years now, but his memory lives on to be on our expectations, that people are still so respectful not only to his music, but to him as an individual. He was a very kind-hearted person, a very generous person, a person that you would like to have, not only as a family member, but a friend for the rest of your life. And with that, we'll move on to our next song by Nikos, titled, Kane Mia Volta Stohorio. Στο χωριό Αχ γιατί είμαι εγώ στη μέση Νίκος είναι ένας special person Nikos, I feel personally that he was uh, the legend of the Cretan music. It was a person that it makes you feel anytime you listen to his music and you put your mind into his music to feel so warm about what he's talking, the rhythm and everything else. And also provides you something that you have lost. For example, you know, a person that you knew for years and years and years and, and somehow you lost a very close person to you. His music, you want to listen to him again and again and again. It's a legend of the Cretan music, as I said earlier. And this happened because Nikos Xiluris had a special touch. He was talking to people, he was talking to the youth. The youth adapted his music and most of the people. And especially, you know, during the years of uh, the Hunda, people got very attached with Nikos Xiluris' uh, music. I believe one of his biggest success it was because Nikos Xiluris, he was singing the songs not only with a technique, but he used his heart. He put everything you know, to his music. And this is the reason he has star so high and you know, more than 30 years after his death. 
1980. We're still talking about him. We still listen to his music, and this is this is incredible. And anything he has said, any song that he has sing, and any anything he has composed, he has been locked in our hearts. And this is why he has passed through the generations. The Prime Minister of Greece, Eleftherios Venizelos from Hanya Crete, once he said, O andras kani ti genia ki ohi genia tu nadra, meaning the man makes the generation and not the generation creates a man. And I think this is the absolute truth with Nikos Xiluris. He created his own generation, his own music, with his kindness, his love, and all of his songs that he, he sings. He started actually with Kritikopoula and then Glenn Irinates Cardiès and he also, as far as I remember, went outside of Greece aboard and uh, if I'm not mistaken, Nikos Kilouis awarded the Academy Charles uh, Cross of France when he presented the, the Rizitica, the Rizitica songs. Uh, that was an album that he created back then with uh, Markopoulos. So Nikos Kilouis is a special, a special person. It's inside our hearts and he's songs and uh, they will stay for us forever. It was so big that if I remember correctly, back when he was dying, it was uh, a song that he wanted to compose. Mana kia nerthune fili mu, kia nerthune riki mas, na mi tus pisa kia pothana, na dus varokardisis. Strosus tavla na gevtun, klini na kimithune. That was George Zomanekis, the president of the Cretans Association of Houston, with his reflections on the life and legacy of Nikos Xiluris. Throughout the broadcast, we have heard the thoughts and reflections of individuals who have been touched by the music of Nikos Xiluris and by the heartfelt generosity of his family. What does it mean to you when you hear how much Nikos Xiluris means to people, even so many years after his death? Oh, Panagiamu, it truly brings tears to my eyes and heart to hear how so many people have been moved by the Anoyano son. Nikos Xiluris and his music to this day. Nikos' brilliance shine not only during his lifespan, but beyond and after his early passing. Two years ago, I was honored to be invited by the University of Pennsylvania in Philadelphia to speak about Nikos on the 30th anniversary of his passing. To have Nico be honored 30 years after his death by such a respected institution as an Ivy League school speaks volume to all the Xiludides and especially for Nico's legacy. Do you have any final memories that you would like to share with our listeners about Nikos and what he meant for you, not just as a musician, but as a cousin and as a family member? There are so many beautiful memories that I shall cherish forever. He was very kind, very generous, extremely talented. Not only him, but his wife, his family, his personal family as well. His memory lives on, as I've mentioned earlier, beyond the expectations of any of us to comprehend how respected this man and his music and his legacy stays on 31 years later to have people from all over the world celebrate his achievement in such a short lifespan. 
The final song that we'll play this evening was mentioned in the comments made earlier by George Zobanakis, the president of the Credence of Houston, and it has some very special significance for you and also for Nikos Xiluris, the musician as well. The title of this song is Manakian Erthunifilimu. Tell us what is so significant about this song. It's truly so sad to hear the song, and I try not to play that particular one very often because it just brings tears to my heart, not just to my eyes. But to talk about death, to talk about how to receive his friends after death. And that's basically what the song says. It's it's terribly sad. His departure was way, way too soon. And it was very unfortunate. But we're still fortunate to have beautiful memories to cherish in our lifetime. So for that, we're very grateful to him and his family, and especially his wife, Rania, who still shares so much with all of us. much for joining us on this special evening, on this Thanksgiving evening, to talk about your recollections and your memories of growing up with Nikos Xiluris and for sharing with us your thoughts on the significance of his music. And it should be mentioned here that you selected the music personally for this special, so we thank you for that as well. It was quite an honor to have you on our program this evening. The honor is all mine, and I so very much appreciate the opportunity to speak about Nico and his family, his memory, and the music that he left for all of us to enjoy. Especially on Thanksgiving Day, we have so many things to be so thankful for, and to be giving the opportunity to be thankful once more about Nico and his life, his music and the legacy he left behind. I am very appreciative, and on behalf of all the Xiludis family, we thank you for this great, great day. I also would like to thank you for the opportunity of allowing me to select the music for this evening, which are parts of my favorite songs, songs and mandinavas that remind me more of Nikos and our growing up years together. Thank you for that opportunity. It was very meaningful to me. Miki, thank you once more for your help in making this special broadcast possible. This concludes the Austin Hellenic Radio dedication to Nikos Xiluris. 
I'd like to thank everyone who helped contribute to the broadcast on and off the air, and to thank you, our listener, for tuning in this Thanksgiving evening. Stay tuned for more Austin Hellenic Radio programming coming up next.